0: Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here uh, on our website. We're so glad you've joined us today. We're glad you came back for another episode, another uh, another uh, incremental Teaching where we teach a subject until we feel that we have heightened someone's awareness of what the Spirit is saying to the church today. Uh, God's Word is eternal. Every generation, it had its relevance to, uh, direct and distinctly, but especially, especially in the last days, the Word of God, the instructions we have from the Word of God is so vitally important. Important to us because not only is Jesus coming soon, but there is something happening in the church world uh, that the Bible said would occur just prior to his coming, prior to the great tribulation prior to the Antichrist being manifest, which will begin the great tribulation period. And that is the falling away. And that's why spiritual awakening, the message that we are bringing in the teaching context, but also in in with force, this is not just, you know, something to bring a little more knowledge about something that isn't directly, distinctly, pertinent to us living in the end time. so There's some wonderful teachers. There's some magnificent teaching uh, that goes in depth in areas that really many years ago we didn't have all of the knowledge that we have now of Scripture. But I'm not talking about all, all of those good God things that are so wonderful to help you in your marriage and help you with your children and help you on your job and help you in your walk with Christ. But this is getting ready for the soon coming of Jesus. We need, we need as this window of opportunity is beginning to close, I believe this opportunity to reach out and reach souls for Jesus is, is not an eternally open window. The scripture said, work while it is day for the night is coming when no man shall work. So we have this light and we have this opportunity right now to reach others for Jesus. But there are so many Christians whose light is not shining bright enough to bring attention, to cause people to ask that eternal question. What is the reason of the hope that is in you so that we can give an answer and make sure that answer is the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for us at the cross and what he'll do for others. So today we want to get the bushel <laughs> off the the candle so that the candle can be lifted high so that all the world can see. Amen. We hold the I believe we hold the key. God doesn't hold the key to revival. He's ready. He's been ready. He's always ready. In fact, He's ready, willing, and able. Amen. And if we ask anything according to His will, the Bible said this is the confidence we have in Him. We know He hears us. We know He hears us. We know we have the petition. We know. It's not enough, though to just ask God to send revival. We need to prepare our hearts to receive it and respond to it. It's not just getting the Holy Spirit in us. It's getting the Holy Spirit up and out, flowing up and out of us and through us. It is written, Jesus said, "...out of your belly." shall flow rivers of living water springing up unto everlasting life. Out of where God has come to indwell you, by His Spirit, up and out of you, and up and out of me, shall flow rivers of living water water <laughs> hallelujah It's that flowing. What would happen if all the rivers all the all the potential waters that have been vested in us by the Holy Spirit rose up and begin to flow out of us? I'll tell you a mighty flood of testimony and true witness and living for God. Uh, Strong enough, amen, that others will take notice of our faith, amen. This is what God is saying to the church today. He wants to wake us up. And the preparation for that awakening is on our part. In the old covenant, it says, break up your fallow ground. That unplowed earth is fallow ground. It has to be plowed before seed can be planted. It has to be plowed before that planted seed can grow and flourish and bring forth fruit. So it says, break up your fallow ground. It is time to seek the Lord. You see, just asking God to send revival without preparing our hearts for that revival because he's going to send it, quite frankly, through you and me. That's why we're here. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light uh, in this world. We're to let our light shine before men that they will see our good works. And I'm not talking about uh, philanthropy. I'm not talking about just we should, Christians should lead. We should be the vanguard of helping the poor and clothing the naked and feeding the hungry. But it's more than those works. There There are atheists that are doing those kinds of things. Not all of them, of course, but there are good people in the flesh in this world that that have no relationship with God that are very giving in that those areas but it's the the works of being disciples of Jesus Christ being true Christians that can be distinguished, not self righteous religionists but true followers. Of Jesus Christ, that's the good works that will attract other people to him. When they see us living out our faith, behaving what we believe, standing... On our convictions. Oh, Chick Fil A. Go buy Chick Fil A. Sometime <laughs> in Brandon and in Lakeland. When we go by Chick Fil A., there is a line. Oh, there's always it. The restaurant is full, and there's a line of people waiting to buy from them. They took a stand on the issue of marriage. One man and one woman, and they were boycotted, and they were lambasted, and they were, they were, they were come against so hard by the culture, and yet they flourished, and they are thriving because God is blessing them. Amen. Someone told them, uh, 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 an advisor has told the board many times in the leadership of Chick-fil-A, which are Christian-based, that if they would stay open on Sunday, If they just wouldn't take a day to honor God. No, don't let your faith interfere with your profits and your pleasure. If you would, you would, you're losing millions of dollars. Boy, it adds up. Millions make billions before long. If it's continued. Listen, and you know what they said? No, if that, if someone's working for us that don't go to church, it's not part of their faith, uh, uh, they can do what they want. They can have family time. They can, they can have time of rest. Uh, but, but to honor our faith, we close on Sunday. This is not the law. This is not legalism. This is honoring God. This is living a life that demonstrates the kingdom is first because the king is is first and you know Jesus said if the kingdom is first (laughs) everything that you need is going to be added to you and you're not going to have to compromise uh, to achieve it God's blessing will take care of that that is exactly what has happened to Chick-fil-A and to Hobby Lobby I might add God's blessing is more important than the world's applause I want to say that to you again today God's blessing is more important in your life than the applause and acceptance of this old world that don't give a hooty-hoot about our faith and the practice of it. Listen to me, friend. This is why we need to hear the message that is fit for our generation under all this pressure to compromise and on this great, great call of God to authentic faith. Romans thirteen eleven through 13 on the subject spiritual awakening listen it says and knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed the night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife or envying. Amen. Knowing the time that now is high time, the night is far spent. You see, this is God's wake-up call to every generation of Christians, particularly to us and we who are living In the last of the last days. Amen. We respond to his call. As I've said before. His light will flood the darkness. His life will counter the deadness. We will wise up. And we will wake up. And we will be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we will begin to look up. That simply means living our life. In the knowledge understanding, appreciation, and anticipation of the soon coming of Jesus, we stopped last week with we need to look up. Look at the last part of Romans thirteen eleven verse 11, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. I like the amplified, it's not, we've already been saved if you're a Christian, but our final deliverance. That's what it says. Our final deliverance is nearer now. (laughs) Hallelujah. Jesus is coming soon. And Hebrews 9 and verse 28 ought to be the watchword for the church today. Just like Maranatha, even so come Lord Jesus. For it says, And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation or as the amplified puts it so beautifully he will appear a second time not to carry any burden of sin or to deal with sin but to bring full salvation to those who are eagerly constantly and patiently waiting for and expecting him Hallelujah. We need to wise up, therefore. We need to wake up, and we certainly need to look up. In light of last day events, Luke 21 and verse 28 says, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, hallelujah, and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. See, we're not only told to lift our heads and look up, live in anticipation the soon coming of Jesus, but we need to look out and raise our eyes and look upon the fields for they are white unto harvest. We used to sing the song, Signs of the Time are Everywhere. It's a brand new feeling in the air. Keep your eyes upon the eastern sky. Lift up your head. For your redemption draweth nigh. So if we need to wise up. And we need to wake up. We need to look up. And if Jesus is truly coming soon. And we're preparing our heart. For revival. And spiritual awakening. We need to clean up. Romans 13 and 12 says it clearly doesn't it? The night is far spent. The day is is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light you see this is that spiritual armor that in the book of Ephesians is clarified and delineated to us and, and disseminated to us. You can read it in, in Ephesians 6 beginning with verse 10. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. but And here's all of that darkness, all of the rulers of darkness... But against but against powers and principalities and 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 spiritual wickedness in high places and the rulers of the darkness of this world, wherefore put on the whole armor of God. This is the armor of light. God doesn't send us in this world without spiritual armor. He sends us forth with spiritual armor and spiritual weaponry so that we cannot be overcome of evil, but we can overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. One paraphrase said So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living, of righteousness back in the old covenant it says break up your fallow ground in this this clean up part of preparing and and qualifying for that vessel that God is going to flow through so mightily in these last days this is not just for preachers and and prophets and apostles and, and evangelists this is for every single child of God. Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Everyone is called to this cleansing. God wants to use everybody. There are different ministries, but everyone that has come to Jesus as their Savior... Truly been born again. Every one of us. God wants to use you today. He wants to use me today. And if I wasn't in a pulpit. Amen. Wherever I go, whoever I interact with in life becomes a place and an opportunity to share the faith and share the gospel, not only by uh, by witnessing to people, but by being a witness to people. I want to say that again. Not only by witnessing to people, but being a witness. You know, Jesus said the reason we need the Holy Spirit so desperately for ministry purposes to be filled with the Spirit is because he wants us to be a witness unto him, not just a witness for him or in his behalf by sharing the gospel verbally with someone in fact many people uh, there's a phrase that's been coined your life is speaking so loud I can't hear a word that you're saying now I believe if you're going to share Christ with someone we need to truly be following Jesus Christ in our own life the world can spot hypocrisy real quick the Bible said we're living epistles, in fact, written and read of all men. We are the Bible in shoe leather. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And we're to let our light shine. Amen. So we need to be ready. We need to be in a position that God can grant us that Place in Him that He can flow to us and flow through us. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till He come and rain righteousness upon us. You see, it starts with us. That's why Psalm 51 is such a pertinent Scripture uh, in every generation. And once again, I'm going to say, particularly in our generation, create in me a clean heart, O God, it says, and renew a right spirit in me, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me, and then, and restore unto me The joy of thy salvation. Then. Then. You see spiritual awakening will bring. A a restoration to the church which is the body of Christ, and it will bring, amen, effective evangelism. Hallelujah. Creating me a clean heart. Renewing me a right spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And and restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Then transgressors will learn your ways, and sinners will be converted unto thee. Hallelujah. David's prayer of repentance saying when when I get right, it's going to have an influence on other people. When they see me repentant and they see me restored and they see me revived. Hallelujah. Amen. They're going to learn your ways and sinners shall be converted unto you. Glory be to God. We used to sing it. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed? in the blood of the Lamb. Believe it or not, a wedding garment is still required for the marriage supper. Holiness and sanctification are words still found in the Bible, but rarely heard in many church circles. Christ has not lowered His standard to accommodate man's sin. We need a cleansing. I believe. I, I, I hope I'm hearing a resounding amen from this listening audience today. We need a cleansing, and it begins in the heart of the believer. It doesn't begin with somebody walking by the church and coming under deep conviction, running to the altar because the preacher is so anointed. No, we need to be living, breathing witnesses unto Christ. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. Praise God. We need this wonderful, wonderful cleansing. You see, Jesus loved the church and according to the book of Ephesians. He loved the church, gave himself for it, that he might cleanse it. With the washing of water by the word. That he might present it unto himself. (laughs) Hallelujah. A church that is pure and holy. Oh friend. That we might be presented unto him. In a way we can never present ourselves unto him. Unless we receive his word. And give heed to it in our life. Jesus put it this way in the new covenant. Now you are clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. Oh, it begins with the the cleansing power of the blood that gives us a positional right standing with God. But it continues with the cleansing of the word that gives us a personal, practical righteousness, not only before God, but before those who are looking at us. And I don't believe they're looking for sinless perfection, but they're looking for people who take their faith seriously, who do not try to blend (laughs) <laughs> and seek the blessings of men at the and and lose the blessing of God. You you know what I'm saying today. We we all have a weak flesh. We want to be loved and we want to be accepted, oh friend, but it's not worth losing the the blessing of the Lord, for it maketh rich not as the world gauges riches. By the way, and He addeth no sorrow with it praise God repentance allows the application of the blood of Jesus and the restoration of God in our life by the Holy Spirit that's what David meant when he said he restores my soul a true spiritual awakening involves repentance on the part of the believers and it it results in a restoration. Praise God. We draw nigh to Him. Amen. He draws nigh to us. You say, Pastor Well, how will we know? Oh, honey, when God draws nigh, you're going to know and everybody else is going to know. Amen. There's going to be an inrushing of His kingdom in and through our lives. Hallelujah. And into this sin-darkened world through us. Praise God. Amen. I'm looking forward to see a revival before Christ comes and before I go to meet Him. I'm holding out for revival. I can't give up on revival. I can't quit challenging ministers just uh, and, and preachers and, and, and all those different parts of the fivefold ministry to receive this message uh, because we need it too. We need to be challenged, and we need to not lose sight of what the Holy Spirit is saying. The hour's late. It's high time. The scripture actually goes on to say, be not drunk with wine wherein is increased, not just alcoholic beverage. It's talking about being drunk, w- drunken, literally inebriated, w- and uh, with all the cares of this life. Jesus said it clearly, didn't he, in the New Testament. Beware lest thine heart be overcharged with drunkenness, covetousness, and the cares of this life that that day would overcome you as a thief or as a snare. It shall come upon all the inhabitants of the earth. We need to be aware not only of what's coming, the day of the Lord, the great tribulation, the day of Jacob's trouble, but... We need to be aware of who's coming. Jesus is coming very, very soon. And in light of that, we need to be ready. Be ye also ready for an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. And that readiness involves getting our hearts cleansed and waking up to righteousness. It says awake to righteousness in the Old Covenant. Awake to righteousness and sin, not. Hallelujah. Come out from among them, the scriptures teach us. Come out, not self-righteous separation, but living a distinctly different value system. We don't have a worldview. We have a kingdom view, and it is in diametric uh, uh, difference than the world uh, sees things. Our value system should represent a different kingdom than the kingdom's Of this world. Amen. And when it does. The world will sit up and take notice. At first they'll be critical. They'll say you're crazy. You're giving up this. In order to be in church. You're giving up that. In order to carry the gospel. You're crazy. Yeah we're crazy all right. We're crazy about Jesus. And we can't wait for him to come. (laughs) And we're living our life. In that. To the world craziness. But to God. It's different. You know, the Bible said to the world, the preaching of the gospel is foolishness. But to us who are saved, <laughs> hallelujah, it's the power of God unto salvation to every everyone that believes. Glory to God. We need this time, this consciousness of time running. You know, I'm 72. I'm closer now to 73. I had a stroke Several years ago Uh, could have been fatal, but God said, no, no, I'm not done with you yet. And that's why I'm talking to you today. He's not done with me yet, and that's why I'm still teaching and preaching with passion. And that's not why I'm not trying to build a number count in a church. I'm not concerned. I, I, we need a building right now. If someone wants to donate us an acre, we'll put a building on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. We're just looking for God to open a door that we can carry on so that these kind of messages can continue on this website. Because we have understanding of the times and we believe, and I'm not going to say this in a proud, self exalting way. Please don't take it the wrong way. I believe the Spirit of God speaks through me, or I wouldn't be in a pulpit today. I believe when I minister, you're going to hear more than what I have chosen to say. They're going to, because I know that I never follow some I may have an outline I may have I may have notes but I'm never going to follow my plan uh of, and and I want the holy spirit to to I want to say, zing something into your heart. <laughs> I want Him to come and just sling something from the Word into your heart. And I want something to stand out like a pop-up book or like three-dimension. I want something to stand out in your heart today. Something that will grab a hold of you like it grabs a hold of me when I study the Word. And pray the Holy Spirit will speak to me through it. And I believe you're going to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church because we're not trying to build an edifice of stone and stained glass for a legacy of a ministry. We're trying to, to build a house that's entirely different. The Bible said the body of Christ, those who get saved, brought into the kingdom of God through repentance and, and true salvation and regeneration, we become a house fitly framed together For a habitation of God by the Spirit. Praise God. We become the temple of the Lord. We become the house of the Lord. Praise God. And He indwells us. Someone said the church, no matter how elaborate and beautiful it may be, and it should be beautiful, it's for the Lord's worshipers. But the temple, the temple, the temple is our bodies today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And when He comes to indwell us, He doesn't want to lay dormant in us, but to rise up out of your belly, out of my belly, out of our innermost being, shall flow rivers of living water springing up unto everlasting life. This is what God calls spiritual awakening. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until He come and rain righteousness upon us. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst for righteousness. That's why we open ourselves for cleansing by the Word, because we're hungry. To be thoroughly right with God. We want to be sanctified. Holy. W-H-O-L-L-Y. Spirit, soul, and body. That we might be H-O-L-Y. Be holy. Come out from among them. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you. Goes on jumping down. And it says. And I'll be a father to you. You should be my sons and my daughters. As it is written. I will live in them. I will walk in them. The word walk is perambulate, Preambulate. And it means he will move freely. In and through our lives. And others will see it. Others will see it. And come to the light. If you don't know Christ today. The hour is late. Jesus is coming soon. He's coming for those that look for Him. Those that are ready. Those that have washed their robes. And made them white in the blood of the Lamb. You can wash your robe. (laughs) In the blood of Jesus. By repenting of your sin. And coming to Him. And receiving Him as your Savior. And starting to look up. With all of his children. For surely he's coming soon. And come back next week. Let's talk. Let's talk. About Jesus.